We bless him because of his goodness unto us. Hallelujah. We give him the praise for all that he has done, for all that he is doing. Amen. We magnify him. We magnify him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. He has, he has blessed us in such a way that now we owe him. We really do. We owe him our life, our existence. Amen. We owe him for the things that he has wrought to pass in our lives. We owe him for covering us and for keeping us safe. We owe him for his watch care over us and for, for, for providing all of our needs. We owe him. So it's not just a good thing that you do when you praise God or you tell him thank you. It's a thing that you ought to do because he's been working on your behalf and for your good. When you called, who answered? He did. When you needed him, he showed up. Amen. And you're here today still because of his goodness. So it ain't just a good thing when you tell him thank you. That ain't just a good, you owe that to him. You owe him at least that much. At least that much. At least that much. Because of his goodness unto us. Hallelujah. And the great thing about his goodness to us, it was not hinged on how good I was toward him. It was not hinged on how good I had been to others. But just that he chose to be good to me. He made his own decision about loving you. And he has not changed his mind. He has not changed his mind. He still loves us. And for that, we are grateful and we glorify the God of our salvation for his goodness to us. Hallelujah. When I think about it, I can think of a whole bunch of things that should have crossed me off, that should have X'd me out of the book. But I look up and he's still there, still blessing, still reaching, still touching. So I owe him. I, that's, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. I owe him. And I want to give him from me what he's due from me, from me, from me, from me. So we bless God and we thank God. We thank God for each of you who are here in the sanctuary and for those who are joining us via Facebook. Uh, thank you for tuning in and for spending time with us on this day. God is a great God and we just bless him for all that he's doing. Last month, it was Women's Month, so all, all month last month, amen, I just sat and I just received and I was, amen. And I was trying to think, what month is going to be this month? <laughs> so we can kind of turn. Let's keep, let's keep that rolling. That was feeling good. Amen. Who, who, who money is it this month? What's, what's the national thing for this month? Don't be pointing at me. Don't be, don't be pointing at me. Amen. Amen. But it's, amen. God is good. We bless him and we thank him for his goodness unto us. He's a great God. And we bless him. And we bless him, bless him, we bless him. Amen. Let's just go and get to it since, since it's my month. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. We're going to the book of Mark, chapter 11. The book of Mark, chapter 11. Oh, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Why it's got to be my month? Amen, amen. Was y'all enjoying Women's Month? Don't y'all want to extend it? Uh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is, God is a good God. Yes, he is. God is a good God. Yes, he is. Amen. Mark chapter 11. We're going to look at, uh, what did I give you, Isaiah? Verses 1 through 3, or did I go to 6? Okay, all right. all right, all right, all right, I'll go to six then, okay. I couldn't remember what I did, I was, okay. All right, okay, it says in Mark chapter 11, starting at verse one, it says, and when they came nigh to Jerusalem unto Bethphage, 
and to Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent forth two of his disciples and said unto them, Go your way into the village over against you, and as soon as ye enter into it, ye shall find a coat tied, whereupon never man sat. Loose him and bring him. And if any man say unto you, Why do ye this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him. And straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way and found the coat tied by the door without in the place where the two ways met. And they loosed him. And a certain of them that stood there said unto them, What do ye, loosing this coat? And they said unto them, Even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. Amen. 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 As far as we're reading as a lesson text, we'll hit some other verses as we go. But we just like to take as a thought for this time, this worship session. Uh, the Lord had need of thee. The Lord had need of thee. This week, well, not, yeah, just this week and a little before this week, uh, maybe last week, somewhere in there, but uh, something happened that made me kind of really kind of look over some things and just kind of question some stuff and kind of really look at me and look at uh, uh, how I engage in what I'm doing. And, and uh, not that, you know, sometimes we do stuff and, we do, and we, it's almost like we go through the motions. Have you ever had a job that you knew the job even in your sleep and you could do it without your eyes even being open? So you just got into the routine and the rut of doing it. So it really didn't have any full meaning to you even as you did what you were assigned to do. And every now and then you had to take a step back and look at it again. So now that as you do it and as you engage in it, you do it in the way that it need be done with all of you, with everything that's in you. And a lot of times what we're dealing with uh, as we're going through the various things that we're doing is we're still in the midst of what we're doing, still trying to find out purpose and meaning for my engaging in this for my being a part of this work. What, does this, what is this for me? Why am I doing this? Why am I involved in this? Does this really meet or measure up to what I think I've been called or sent here to do? Some of us are still trying to figure out what my purpose in life is. Why, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? What is the thing that gives my life fullness and meaning? So we spend this time searching, looking for that thing that as we do it, it gives us fulfillment. It gives us fulfillment. There's some things that we have kind of tapped into that when we do it, it just does something for us. And we get in enjoyment out of doing it. And, and, and it's almost like what some people say, you know, when you find uh, the thing that you were meant to do or the work that you were assigned to do or the work that, that you were created for, they say you'll never, never, you'll never work another day in your life. Because you stop looking at it as what you have to do, but you start looking at it as what you get to do the work that you engage in, that the thing that you do, although it may tire you out, you find some sense of fulfillment in the midst of what you're doing. It's not just going through the motions. It's not just accomplishing a job. It's not just doing a task, but even as you do it, it adds something to your life. It makes you feel like your life has purpose and meaning and that you were here for something and that you finally tapped into the thing that gives your life life. The thing that makes you want to get up in the morning and every opportunity that you get a chance to do it, you find yourself moving in that direction. A lot of us can't even associate with that because the job that we have every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, if we have to, we wonder why am I getting up going to this place? And the only thing that we can come up with is that they pay me good. I got good benefits. Anybody got good benefits? No, no, that's okay. Some of y'all ain't got <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's a struggle to kind of get up and get it going. Amen. I told y'all some weeks ago, I went through, uh, uh, as I was working my, my first job, you know, it's something about when you get your first job or you get, when you haven't worked in a while and you finally tap into something, you got a job, you, listen, you thrilled, you over the, over the moon getting into getting there, but after a while, <laughs> after a while, if it ain't what you really meant to do, if it ain't, listen, you start finding reasons the thrill is gone, as B.B. said. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And not only are you not trying to, you trying to not find reasons to go there, you trying to find reasons to stay home. Because you don't want to be there, you don't want to be a part of that. But that thing that gives you life, you wake up looking for it. You have the opportunity or chance to get in there because you have kind of tapped into, as you would say, what you were created for. What I was made to do, and as you are there, and as you engage, and as I say, you, you, it ain't it ain't work for you. It, it it tires you, yes. But somebody said I was listening to Miles Monroe said and said it, it it has come it has changed from being your job to it being your work, your job, your assignment to being your work. What gives you fulfillment? What makes you know that you're here for a reason, for a meaning, that your life has some merit. It, it transitions from being the job to the work that I was created to do. And we spend most of our lives trying to find our work. What is that thing that gives me life? I, 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 I look uh, every, every third Saturday when we do the community lunch. And for those who engage in it, and even on, on the Saturdays, we, do, we, we give away food every Saturday. And, and for those who come in and, and, and work a part of that or being, being engaged in that, I, I look at some of y'all faces. And, and when, when third Saturday is over, you know, we like, you know, we came in like this. And when we leave, we're like, <laughs> I'm looking at Elder Catherine and say, you going to be all right? <laughs> I'm looking at the various ones and y'all going to make it? Because it, it didn't, listen. That thing worked you. That thing worked you. And you got through it. But the thing about it, some of us that's tapped into it, and that's your work. And although you are tired and spent and worn out, you can't wait to do it again. Because of what it gives you, because of how it feeds you, because of what it does in your life. And you look forward to the next time. You wake up on Saturday. Is it third Saturday yet? Because you have tapped into what has, what has given you life. Even though it's taking your strength as you do it. But you, you just enjoy doing it. So we spend our time looking for those things that give ourselves or gives us life. And when we find into it, we do find, the, uh, it's almost like saying, I'm, you know, I'm doing this and I'm working, but it ain't like I'm working. It's not what I have to do, it's what I get to do changes the whole concept about how I do it and I look forward to the chances to do that thing again. I know y'all, a lot of y'all can't con <laughs> that don't even compute because you're thinking about going to work tomorrow. And that ain't the thing that you, <laughs> oh Jesus, oh Jesus, because what you found is your job. You ain't found your work yet. We've got to get to the space and place where we find our work what I was made to do, what I was, and it, no, it ain't sleeping all day. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, it, you, there is some engagement. Some, some of us say, I just, I just let me lay back. Ugh. No, 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 That's, there is a work that God has for us to do, and we have to be engaged in that work, and it's only when I tap into that do I find those things that help me in what I'm doing, and, and, and what I do, as again, I say, it's not work, uh, it's not a job anymore, but it's work. Jesus said this, or the scripture says this, and, and it's later said in, in Hebrews, but in, in Psalms 40, uh, verses 7 and 8, it's, Jesus, it's really talking about Jesus and his mission coming here. It says, then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me, I delight to do thy will. 
Oh my God, yea, thy law is within me. In other words, I have tapped into what I have been sent here to do and I, do, I get pleasure out of doing the assignment that you've given me. And I have to get to the face and place and I'm searching and seeking God about what is it that you would have me to do that would give me this face and place that I would say about what I do that I delight. To do thy will. Not that it ain't, it ain't hard sometimes. Not that it's not difficult sometimes. Not, not, not that it does not wear on me sometimes. But when I think about engaging in what you have assigned me to do, I delight in doing your will. I delight in it. It's my job. It's my purpose. It's what I'm looking for to do. What is it that I have been created to do so that as I do it, I will do it in a way uh, that brings me joy and in a way that uh, th there are some people who, who do things. And you can almost always, just about most time, tell when somebody has done something that they just did because it was their assignment and somebody who did something because it's what they do. There is a flair about what they do other than what they just have to, they, what they did. Their assignment was. And when I, when, I, when I tap into what's my assignment, and when I begin to do it in such a way that I realize this is the thing that really gives me the joy in life and I delight in doing it, I don't just do it, I, but I, I, I do it with, 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 with me in it. Amen. Some people cook the stuff, you know, the, the meal and stuff, but some people put their foot in it, like y'all say. Amen. No, no, they don't put, don't go, put, don't, don't put your foot in no stuff. <laughs> don't, 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 don't go doing that. Don't go. But the way you do it, you get into it and, 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 and with a flair and with a passion toward it, you put more into it than just the ingredients. And those who partake of it can tell the difference. Jesus is coming and says, I'm not just coming to do your will. I'm not just coming to do an assignment, but I'm tapping into what gives me the life and the purpose for why I was sent here. And I delight to do your will. It's my passion. It's my pleasure to do what you would have me do. To walk in the way that you would have me walk to and engage in the things that you would have me to engage in. And a lot of us spend our lives trying this and that, trying this, trying here and there, trying to find what it is that as I do it, that it does something to me on the inside and makes me want to be there and do that thing again. And again, I say it's not that I, that I have to do it. It's that I get to do it. You got some stuff that you get to do? Amen. You got some stuff that when you look at it and then think about doing it, you know, it, it just stirs you on the inside because you get a chance to be engaged in that thing. It's that thing that gives you the life that you are looking for. And for all of us, in God creating of us, he has created us, one, with a desire to seek that, but also the desire also should be to seek him as to what it is. Because if anybody knows what you were created for, I would think it would be the one who created you. If anybody knows what thing that will give you life, I would think it would be the one who put life down in you. So as, I, as I'm looking for the various things that I'm trying to find this and trying to find that that will give me this, I need to go to the one who gave me life in the first place. So that he can give me and guide me in the way that I need to go so that I can be about doing what I've been assigned to do. Some people over and over and sometimes it's, it's way down in their life before they finally tap into that thing that really gives them life. And they wish they could roll back a little bit because they'd have jumped into that a whole lot sooner and experiencing the, the blessings and the abundance and, and getting engaged in what brings about the difference that God desires. So I must be engaged in this thing and walking in this way or uh, 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 connected to the work that God has for my life that brings me delight and passion as I do it. One, because I'm doing what he would have me to do, but two, because as I do it, it's doing something for me down on the inside. I'm sure that when we go to bed on third Saturdays, we tired, but I, there's a smile on the face because 
we think about whose life we impacted. We think about the difference that it made. We think about those who were helped through what we did. And even as I'm tired, I'm smiling. And I want a chance to do it again. And that may not be the the work for everybody, but everybody's got to work. That as you engage in it, it'll give you life. And, 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 and we need to find out what it is so I can quickly get into it, so I can spend my days doing that, that benefits me directly as I do it. And also as I'm being blessed by it, I don't mind blessing somebody else through it. Jesus in, nine, Jesus in John 9 and 4 said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. So what Jesus is basically saying, while I've got life, while I've got ability in me, I need to connect with what I need to be doing so I can be about the work that I've been assigned to do as long as I got life. Because there's going to come a time where the light is going to go out. And the work is going to be over. And I want it to be a work that I've done that builds me and that strengthens me and helps to be a blessing and a benefit in the life of somebody else. I've got to be about this work, so I've got to tap into it quickly so that I can spend my days in those things that are purposeful and and bring about the things and the changes in the circumstances around me that benefit them and also blesses me because I was a part of that and I'm engaged in that. So I've got to quickly, I must work this work. I must be about it because there's going to come a time in the period where I can't do it. But as long as I can, let me get into it. So I've got to be seeking God about what this work is so that I can get engaged in the work because uh, 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 as as David, although he was talking about a different situation, but as he was uh, running from Saul and he went to uh, 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 the the priest of Ahimelech, Ahimelech, I believe, and and he began to inquire about what he had. Uh, He said, you know, when the priest was asking, you know, you on on assignment from from, from the king? And and David was really running for his life. But he got there, he didn't have any sword, he didn't have anything. And he began to ask the priest about, is there any sword or anything? He said, and the David's excuse was to, as he was talking to the priest, says, I left in such a hurry uh, that I left my stuff. And the reason that I left in such a hurry is because the king's business requires haste. The king's business is, 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 is of, of, of such urgency that I can't just sit around and wait for a certain time to come to get engaged in it. I got to be about my father's business. I've got to realize that there is an urgency about what God has for my life and for the work that I'm supposed to be doing so that I get engaged in it as soon as I can. The king's business requires haste. Can't be playing around. I'm going to, you know, I, I was, I was telling some people that, uh, you know, when I was younger, before I give my life to the Lord, I was having a conversation with God, and I was talking to him about some of the stuff that I wanted, that I would do when I got saved. How I was going to, you know, I want to be for real. I didn't want to play with him. I wasn't, that, 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 and then I, I ain't playing no game. I'm not in and out. That ain't playing. I don't even play like that. If I'm going to be in it, I'm going to be in it. So I'm going to give you everything I got. But my little caveat at the end was that, but I'm not saying I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm going to get saved right now. I got some other stuff I want to do. But when I get saved, you know, I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. I'm going you know, whatever you want, I'm going to give. But I'm not, I, I listen, I got some other things I want to do first. But I got to realize that the work that God has for us, it requires haste. It requires that I get engaged in it as soon as I can because the longer I'm engaged in it, the more I can do and the more my life has fulfillment because I'm doing what I was made to do. So I've got to get in there and I've got to get engaged. So the, the king's business requires haste. So I've got to get in there and I've got to be involved. And in the midst of that, in the midst of our searching, oftentimes we get tied up and caught up in stuff really that, that it looked promising to us or it looked good to us. But as when we got in there, we found out that it wasn't really what we, what we really thought it was going to be. And it was more of a headache. Yeah, when you go in the morning, yeah. It became more of a headache. Yep, yep, when you punch the clock. Yeah. 
It became more of a headache than the blessing that I thought it would be. I think I was 18 years old, got my first real job working at the phone company. Back then, it was uh, Illinois Bell. Got in there, you know, I worked a summer job with them, and that was over, and I got it, you know, went back and applied, and I got this summer job. I'm 18 years old, a young man, and I walk into this office that, that where I'm at work, and it was full of 85% women, and I said, Lord, I done made it to heaven. <laughs> My God, I'm going to have me a ball in this place. All these women. Ooh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And glory to God. That lasted only a little while. I'm like, Lord, get me out of here. <laughs> get, this is a wrong. I, enough of this. Open the door. Let me out. There's some, there's some things that we walk into and we, and we think that we didn't we tapped into where we want to be. Because we see in our eyes the opportunity is, and this is and that, and then it starts playing out and ain't nothing like I thought it was in my mind. And I'm like, get me out of here. And I spent 11 years in that department. I'm like, Lord. <laughs> Will you please open the door and get me out? Can I leave, please? And it got so, and, 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 it was, and, and really the, the, the work of God and, and God kind of teaching me and kind of training me. Because I, I would say, yeah, I would, not, you know, I wasn't trying to, I, I'm 18, I'm still, you know, but, you know, I'm serving the Lord for real. I ain't, I ain't playing. I just, I just thought it was, <laughs> Lord Jesus, but it wasn't nothing like that. So after after about a few years in there, I'm I'm complaining to God, get me out of here, get me out of here, get me out of here. Can you open the door? I'm trying for this. I'm put in for this position. I meet the qualifications for this. I meet the qualifications for that. But ain't no doors open for me to get out of here. And I'm asking God, what is the problem? Until I started getting engaged with this, this gentleman that was there. And I told you all about it before. He was the janitor. But I found out about him being the janitor in the building that he had been a pastor of a church. And he was trying to, you know, teach the Bible and live it. And the people voted him and kicked him out. And as we would talk, I would be encouraging him, man, it's, it's going to be all right. And, 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 and the Lord still got you. And he started, you know, had different ventures in his mind. He started talking about the things that he would like to do. And he started showing me stuff that he was doing. And I'm like, go forward, go forward. Give it what you got and all of that. And, 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 and we, we, we conversating back and forth and I'm encouraging him. And one of the particular days, I just started complaining about all that was going on. And I just want to get out of here. And he said to me, well, maybe you were here for me. Because you've helped me. You've, you, you know, this has, been a, this has been what I needed and, and all like you, you've lifted my spirits and, this, and I feel like kind of pressing forward and things of that nature. And soon after that, he got transferred somewhere else. And after he got transferred somewhere else, he had, what he said to me sunk into my mind and I turned to God and would not, would not a complaint. I said, God, what's my next assignment? You got me here for a reason. I'm seeing it now. What is the next assignment? I got my head right now. Let me get about the work that you have for me in this place. I done spent, I don't know how many years complaining. And what you've been trying to do is get my head right so that I can see wherever I am is an opportunity to share the love of God, to be about not just a witnessing to get saved, but to help people grow in their walk. And it took me all them years to get my head straight. But when I got my head straight and started really kind of, kind of zero in on what I'm supposed to be doing there with joy now, he opened the door and sent me somewhere else. And I could have kicked myself because <laughs> I said, all these years I done wasted <laughs> complaining when what I needed to do was to tap in on 
purpose and reason for the places that I'm in. And we got to be doing the same thing because we will miss it. And because sometimes we get tied up in the different things that we've gotten involved in, relationships and all of that, because we, we, uh, we thought that that was it and that's going to fulfill me. We found ourselves in a position where we are tied up. I want out. I want something different. But I'm tied up. I, wanna, I know that there's bigger and better for me than what, I, that there was something down on the inside that, that's making this very uncomfortable for me, but I'm tired right now. I want out. How do I get out of this situation? I didn't got all grappled. I didn't got all t- tangled up in this, and I don't see an out for me. And the good thing about Jesus is that Jesus knows where all of us are and he knows that when it's time and when he has worked on us enough to get us to the space and place where we're ready to fulfill the purpose for our lives. And when he knows that I'm ready to fulfill the purpose for my life because of what's going on, I don't know what's going on, but I know he knows what's going on and I'm doing what, what I'm looking to do. When I finally get to the place where my mind is right, he will send somebody to get me. To find me, Jesus talked to his disciples and said, listen, I need you to go over to this town that's next to us because there is a situation there, something that I need, but it's tied up and I need you to go loose it so we can fulfill the purpose for which I have brought it into this world. I need you to go and find it so that you can loose it and I can use it. I need you to go find it so you can go minister to it in such a way that you free it from what's been holding it back and now it's ready to be used by me because I have assigned it, I've given it a purpose for life and I'm ready now to use it because it's ready to be used. Jesus sends his disciples over into the village and says, when you get in there, you're going to find a coat that's tied up. And the good thing about him, ain't nobody, uh, he said, never a man has written on him or sat on him before. And that's a good thing. But when some of us look at our lives and say, listen, that ain't my life. That ain't my life. I've been abused by a bunch of different things around me, so I'm not new and I'm not fresh. But what Jesus is basically saying to us that when we get ready and when he sends for us, it doesn't matter what our situations are. He has come to give us liberty and freedom, and he will make us as if nothing has ever happened to hinder our lives in, the, in, in, our, in our past. He wants to get us to a new space and place to him, and he wants to do it so, so that when, when, I, when I'm freed and when he uh, loses me, I'm ready to yield myself to him. Jesus knows where all of us are, and, and in the sense of, of, of us being satisfied in the work that we've been engaged in, and he knows what things are not our assignment, what is not the work that will bless our lives. He knows all about it, and he sees that we're tired, but he's got a plan and a purpose to send somebody our way to free us so that we can connect with his purpose for our lives, and we can carry out the plan that he has for our lives. I'm glad that Jesus won't leave me tied up in my situation and circumstance without an avenue or an out of that situation and circumstance. But when I come out, he wants me to come out, not just coming out, but coming out to be used by him to fulfill the real plan and purpose of my life. Prophet Elijah had gone through the very stage in his life and he was at a space and place where he was discouraged about what was going on and telling God and complaining to God about what was what and God began to give him assignment. He gave him assignment about uh, Ahazel and about Jehu and about Elisha. And when he, when he prophet, and, 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 the, and the scripture says that Elisha went and found, Elijah went and found Elisha. And when he found Elisha, Elisha was plowing the field with ox, connected to a work that he figured was his work. It was his assignment. It was his thing to do. He was the son of a mother and father. He worked them so that they can be taken care of. And he was engaged in that work that he was doing. And he was doing that faithfully because when Elijah, when Elijah saw him, he saw him working. But although he was working in a job that he found uh, uh, his, his, his assignment and doing it to, he was meeting the needs of his family, that was not God's assignment for him. 
And the scriptures say when, when Elisha found him, he went and threw his mantle on him and said, in other words, the end, this is the end of just mundane living. It's time to experience what God has for your life. And this is your assignment from God. God wants to get us to the space and place that when I've gotten tired and tied up in those things that are not giving myself life to realize that God is really trying to get my heart and mind ready for what he wants to do in me because somebody is coming their way, coming my way, who's going to find me. They're going to find me in my job. They're going to find me doing. They're going to find me engaged in the work. But when they find me, it's a signal and a sign that God is ready to move me into what my life has been created for. Elijah found Elisha and he threw his mantle on him. Didn't say, didn't have to say nothing else. Threw his mantle on him and began to walk away. My God, my God. And it said Elisha looked around and saw what Elijah had done and ran behind him. I know you came to loose me from my bondage. I know you came to loose me from the mundane. But let me just go and go back and close up some things. And, and Elisha went back and, and said he killed the oxen. He made a, a feast for everybody, kissed his mama and daddy goodbye and said, I'm going to go live. I have connected with what my assignment is in life. God has shown me what's my purpose, and I'm going to do what God has given me to do. So now that my life from this point has fulfillment and purpose, that I'm carrying out what I've been assigned, what I've been created to do. Because God's got a plan for my life. And he don't want just me, want me to just have a job. He wants me to have work. A work that when I do it, it builds me. A work that when I do it, it fills me. A work that when I do it, I see the glory of God being exhibited through what he's given me to do. And it's blessing and the benefiting the lives of people and it's also blessing me. And I look for every opportunity and chance that I can get to do it again and again and again. I learned that as I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm not just doing it to do it, but I'm doing it for the glory of God. I'm doing it so God can be honored through what I do. I'm doing it so that as I carry it out, I'm, I'm, I'm working with purpose because I'm working for God. My friend, Pastor Thomas, uh, on, 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 on 87th Street, y'all know I talk about him all the time. That's, 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 that's my friend right there. That's, that's my brother for real. And uh, uh, he's uh, engaged in a work over there on 87th Street. And they bought this building uh, that was a senior citizen's facility at home that was on 87th, right, on 87th and Elizabeth, right on the corner. If you drive down there, you see. But, but, so, but so they bought it, and he wants to make a community center out of it and a youth center and things of that nature. So they've gotten in there, and they've uh, got the contractors in and all of that. And he began to tell me what he, was, what he did when, when the contractors came and, and the workers started start doing stuff. He said he went over there with them before they did, a, before they did anything. He got them all together. He said, I'm going to pray with you. Because I want you to understand you're not just putting up a structure. You're putting up a structure for God. You're not just doing the work. You're doing the work for the kingdom. So I want to pray with you so that as you do it, you don't just do something. But that with purpose and with heart and intent, you engage in the work that you're doing because I'm giving you a higher purpose for the work that you're doing. You're doing this to honor God. And he said after he did that a couple of days, he went by there one day and uh, he went there as they got there and they were just kind of standing around. He was like, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? He said, we're waiting on you to pray with us. <laughs> Listen, we're we building a house for God. We want to do this thing right. We want you to pray with us. So I have to be so engaged in the thing that I do that I do what I do to honor God. And when I do it to honor God, it takes on a whole new dimension and not only that, it, it moves from being a job to my work because I'm doing this to bring God the glory and I want to make sure that when I step back and smile, he steps back and smiles because it's been for the glory of God and I put myself into it and I put what I have into it and God moves in such a way that it's not just a structure, not just 
work that's done, but when people look back and step back and see it, they do with admiration because it was more than just a work that was done. It was something that came from the heart of a person with passion because they did it as unto the Lord. 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 So I've come and bring this message today, not just preaching to you, because I, I, I'm telling y'all over and over, when y'all be telling me, tell me, like, Pastor, you was talking to me. They said, I ain't talking to you. I'm preaching to me. Y'all just hearing it. What God is coming to do is really what he's saying right now is that I'm come to where you are tied. I'm coming to where you are bound. I'm coming to where you are trapped. I'm coming to that space and place that's got you. And I'm coming to loose you because I want to use you. I'm coming to loose you because I've got purpose for you. I'm coming to loose you because I've got an assignment for you. I'm coming to lose you because I don't want you just doing a job anymore. I want you to be involved in a work. And for some of us, it's not even moving out of what you're doing, but it's changing how you do what you do. It's changing with what mind you engage in the work that you do. And when you change your mind about it, it changes something in the situation. And you're not only just doing this anymore, but now as you do this, it's doing something to you. It's feeding you back because you have tapped into your work. And he's doing it because the Lord has need of you. Right there in that space and place, the Lord has need of you. Right there in that circumstances and situation, the Lord has need of you. So that what you do can bring liberation and freedom in the life of others that are around. So he's come to free you. Because he needs you. We think of ministry, and when we think of ministry, all we think about is inside these four walls. We think about preaching and the singing and, and that offering. And listen, this ain't the ministry. The ministry is when you realize that where you are, God wants to use what you have to bless those who are around you and bring about a change in that circumstance. That's the ministry. So today he wants to loose you. Loose your mind. Loose your thoughts. Loose how you do what you do so now that when you go back to do it, you do it in a way that it honors him because he has need of you. And now that as you engage in the work that you do, it's blessing and it's benefiting those around you. And, and you're going to find out people come to you, you okay? Something, <laughs> there's something different. Something different about how you do what you do. Something different than what, I've been watching you for 12 years, but in the last three weeks, something's done changed in you. I'm not just doing my job anymore. I'm tapping into my work. And Jesus said, I came to do the works of him that sent me. While it is day. Night's coming. Work time is over. So while I have the blood running warm in my veins, while I have strength and ability, I want to tap into what God created me to do. And be freed from, what, from what's been binding me. And allow him to use me in my work. In my circumstance. In my home. On my job. Around my community. Allow him to use me. Jesus rode that coat into the city. And that riding was called the triumphant entry. When those saw Jesus coming, they began to wave and praise God and say, Hosanna in the highest. This is the Savior 
who is coming. And as you begin to do your work that you do in the a, in a, in a right frame of mind and stuff like that, Jesus is riding you into your situation. And those around will see and have to declare the Savior is coming to bring liberty and liberation and freedom. The Lord has need of thee. The Lord has need of thee. The Lord has need of thee. Let him free you from your job. And connect you with your work so that his will and his light and his love might be declared in those situations and the king of glory shall come in and he'll come in making a difference because you allow him to use you because he's got need of you let's say yes to him let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you and we give you glory and honor and praise today for what you've given us to share out of your word. We thank you that you give our lives purpose and meaning. It's in you we find our worth and merit. And as we connect with you, you engage us in those things that cause our lives to be full and abundant. That abundant life that you speak of, that we hear about, we start saying it's, it's in houses and cars and having a lot of money. Nope, that ain't it at all. Those are some of the benefits. But the real part of that abundant life is that we connect with you in such a way that you make us aware of who we are and what you've put in us and how you want to use it. And we are saying yes. And as we are seeing, yes, we're seeing lives changed. We're seeing circumstances turned around. We're seeing situations altered for the good. We're seeing those who don't know you coming into a knowledge of who you are, all because we let you free us and use us. So on this day, when we celebrate your triumphant entry, God, we want to be that vehicle that you ride into the kingdom, ride into the city because you've got need of us. Help us so that our hearts and minds are right toward what we have to do and as we, so that we seek you about so we can find delight in the work that you have for us. And as we do it, it makes the difference. The change happens and we see the impact of your glory. What a mighty God you are. What a mighty God we serve. We thank you for what you're doing, even as you make us aware. We thank you for the loosing that's taking place in our hearts and minds right now, for the freedom that's coming, God, and, and with the mindset, Lord, that as we work, Lord, we are doing it because our delight is to do your will and your work and your purpose. And as we engage, we see the difference. Have your way in us. Have your way in us. Have your way in us. Because you've got need of us. We give ourselves to you today. Take us and use us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. For you in Facebook land, thank you for joining us on today. We pray that you were blessed and benefited by worshiping with us on today. And per perhaps there's some of you out there who really don't know the Lord. You don't know him as your savior. So you say, why do I need him? Well, I really can't fulfill my purpose in life without connecting with the one who gave me life. And that's with God, the creator. And I get connected with him through the Savior, Jesus Christ. So if I want to live a life of fulfillment, then I need to be connected with God through Jesus. That's called salvation. How do I get it? I repent. I realize I'm in the wrong space and place. I'm still tied up and I want to be free. So I say, Jesus, come into my life. Wash away my sins of my past. Free me from this bondage so that I can serve you for the rest of my days and my life can experience the fullness that comes because I'm connected to you. Father, today, those who open up themselves, come in and fill their hearts, wash away their sins, cause them to be yielded to you so that their days and their lives can fill, fulfill your purpose and plan that you have for them in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Thank you for joining us on Facebook land. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged and enriched. And we will look to see you on the next time. God bless you. Have a great day.